The Echo Show. Hands on with Alexa. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ready? I'm ready, baby. <laughs> I just asked Sean if he's ready, and you said... I'm ready, baby. What's wrong with that? Oh, you said it in a way. <laughs> said it in a much more um let's not go there okay hi guys you're back for another episode thank you so much for joining us again we've got some more skills haven't we beautiful skills well maybe (laughs) well let us see so yeah we have some skills that we're going to put to the test put to the thumbs yeah that's right (laughs) so last week we brought in due to robin's genius idea the Thumbs up or thumbs down? And one thumbs up, two thumbs up, or how many Robin could muster uh, to rate each skill? And we're going to stick with it, I think. I think that worked well. Well, let's see (laughs) if it stands the test of time. (laughs) I might suddenly, you know, hear one of yours that I want to give five thumbs up to. Uh, That's probably true. How many have you got? How How many have you done? Well, due to you constantly going on at me, I've got two skills this week, and they're both beauties. I think that's so brilliant because, as I think I mentioned last time, I just grabbed mine from the the dot to dot podcast feed. So I've got, you know, a much easier job. So I've got a a kind of a quiz. It's a sort of an out and out quiz. A bit of a kind of a global theme to that one. I have got a quiz based on a very famous board game. And I've got something which is to do with fitness. So, should I go first again? Or is that really, really rude? Well, no, no. I mean, this is your house. Yeah, you go first. You pick the first one. What are you doing in my house? My goodness. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. So, I am going to do this uh, popular board game. The board game that everyone loves to hate. This one's called Trivial Pursuit Family Edition. Let's do it. I'm interested. Alexa, open Trivial Pursuit Family Edition. Welcome to Trivial Pursuit Family Edition, the game where kids and grown-ups get to test their trivia knowledge together. You need two to four players, guys. I am resuming your in-progress game. If you'd like to start over, just say, Alexa, start over, at any time. Picking up where we left off. Player one is ahead with two closed categories. Next up, it's player two. Our next category is geography. Which country do Rolls-Royce cars come from? UK. Your time starts now. Alexa, UK. Wow. Player two, you deserve a round of applause. You can play this game with buttons as well, by the, the way. The answer was indeed United Kingdom. You have now closed the geography category. You have five categories to go. You answered correctly, so here's your bonus question. Our next category is sports and leisure. Welshwoman, Jade Jones, won gold at both the London and Rio Olympic Games. In which sport? Remember. You can say my name to answer at any time. Any ideas, guys? 
just going to have to take a wild stab in the dark. Alexa. Javelin. Better luck next time. The answer is Taekwondo. <laughs> Friendly reminder, if you ever want me to repeat a question, just say, Alexa, repeat. Player 1 is ahead with two closed categories. Player 1, I it's your we'll turn next. Leave it here. The next category is Geography. Alexa, stop. Okay, launch me when you're ready to resume. Cheerio. Cheerio. <laughs> there you go. I don't know how it kind of relates to the board game, except that it, you know, is obviously by them. It's an official one. Mm. Uh, maybe the questions are from there. Obviously, it's in categories, which is what you have with Trivial Pursuit. So imagine that you're not playing this on your own, like some sad guy pretending to be two different people. Being sad. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so what do you think? I love the board game anyway. Trivial Pursuit. I used to love playing that. It goes but... on forever, though. It it does. I was just going to say that. Like all board games, you get sick of them after the eighth hour. Um, but, you know, the secret with any of these skills, particularly one like this, is how many questions are there? Are you going to ever get, you know, so many repeats in the next time you play it? That's always some, an issue for me. They've got to have the hundreds and thousands of questions mm -hmm. to make it feel like the real thing, if you like. So um, that's the only issue I would have. How many questions do they have? Do you know? I don't. I've never had a repeat. Now, because it's the official one, um, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a lot. Yeah, that's what I'm you know, thinking. Yeah. Many, many, hundred probably. Um, so I think the chance of having repetition is pretty low. Um, many skills that have been created by individuals or, you know, um, lesser companies you know you do get repetition and uh but you know you've got to live with that if it's a good skill but now i'm pretty sure that this one will be as replete with questions as the the actual board game itself if not even more so again though like like we we touched on last week is this a game we we, we joked about the playing by yourself <laughs> aspect of it but do you think this is something you know the more the the, the merrier is this a family skill yeah, I think so. But, you know, you can play it by yourself if you're really into Trivial Pursuit. Or if you're thinking about, you know, OK, I wanna, I've got a few minutes. I want to play a quiz with on the Echo and I can't remember the name of one. And if there was, this one pops into your head, even though you'll be pretending to be two people, if you just like answering questions and you like a nice slick quiz with good sound effects, I think it's as good as any other for testing your general knowledge. Yeah. Have you tried the Trivial Pursuit tap? version yes in fact that was one of the skills that we covered hundreds of episodes ago you need okay. an amazon button with it in fact you need several if you want to play as a family um and just like that one where you had to interrupt the uh, kind of holding music when you think you know the yep. answer with these you just whack the buttons i would thoroughly recommend buying amazon buttons guys if you want to they're on average about 10 pounds ten dollars each and you can get them in a pack of four for example and they're even cheaper then and you can use them for skills like this where you can interrupt the a lady you can use them to uh, launch routines so instead of asking her um you know to to fire a particular routine which we might have to talk about some week yeah um you can just whack a button instead 
Uh, there's loads of stuff you can do with them. They're really good. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I love the buttons, which is why you know, I did mention that skill, um, because I do think it adds a, an extra something. I'm really glad you mentioned it, yeah. Okay, so let's rate it. How many thumbs up or down, Robin? One for me. I like it. I can see myself playing with it, Ooh. even if it's just on my own. I think I can't see my family sitting down and playing with it because... They hate you. If it was anything, we would play the board game version, uh, which we have got. Ooh. So, yep, one thumbs up. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I was I, I was on the edge of two thumbs up because I really wow. like it when they actually ask the questions and they're not expecting an A, B, C, D response. I, I like mm-hmm. that better. It feels more interactive. But no, I, I think this is good and I would give it a go. So I'm just going to go with one thumbs up. Cool. A grand total of two thumbs up. Trivial Pursuit Family Edition. Okay, your turn. My turn. Okay, so as last week I said that I didn't like playing any word skills, I'm not into word games, Um, the one you suggested I should take a look at was, of course, a word skill. Thank you, Robin. And that's what I've got here. Open Word Tennis. Okay, here's Word Tennis. Welcome to Word Tennis, a categories game for one to six players. How many players do we have today? One. Yes, I have no friends. Let's get a single player rally started. (laughs) Say as many words in the category capitals as you can. Do not say the same word twice. Oh no, I'm terrible at capitals. I have already said. If I make an incorrect decision, you can say a sir. Challenge that. Let's see if we can get a good rally going and set a high score for capitals. Oh, I won't. <laughs> I will serve first. Algiers. London. Wagadougou. Who? Paris. Conakry. Berlin. Now I'm in trouble. I don't know any others. Washington, D.C. The long way. Oh, come on. Toronto. That didn't sound like a capitals from my list. Oh, no, it's Ottawa, isn't it? Ah. You got a rally of nine. Ah, Well, I wasn't expecting to do that well. That's a new high score for this category. Just say play again to try and beat your high score. Play again. Hoping for an easy category here. Let's get a single player rally started. Say as many words in the category chemical elements as you can. Oh, come on, Do not I don't know any! say the same word twice, <laughs> or say a word I have already said. If I make an incorrect decision, you can say Alexa. Challenge that. Let's see if we can get a good rally going and set a high score for chemical elements. I will serve first. Technetium. Magnesium. Krypton. Hydrogen. Xenon. Carbon. Germanium. Uridium. I don't know if that's an element, but it was a game I used to play on the Commodore Amiga. Lithium. 
methane. <laughs> that didn't sound like a chemical element oh, from my list. Probably not, no. Nice going. You got a rally of nine. That's a new high score for this category. <sighs> okay, Just that's it. I can't take any more humiliation. Stop. Okay. Thanks for playing. You're a five-star word tennis legend. Mate. Before we start, <laughs> it does seem there's a bit of a theme that we have no friends or family in this. Let's, let's just say that. <laughs> Again, the single player aspect. Yeah, no, but we don't mind, do we? No, I actually prefer it. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think of that one? I, I, um, I actually enjoyed that one. Good. You sounded like you did, even though you were under immense pressure. Have you ever found it where you start, you know something, but it just doesn't surface when when you're under pressure? So. Well, that's the thing. And, and uh, you know, I think we touched on this last week as well. I do like the ones where it puts you under pressure. Of, of course, I, I'm terrible at capitals and chemical elements. I have no idea. But um, there was another one, which was just pizza toppings. And you think, well, this... Oh, mate, you do Exactly. Yeah. That's, my, that's my specialist subject. But it's that time pressure really, um, I don't know, there's something about it that makes it fun. I did enjoy this one. Yeah, it's good to know that there are categories like pizza toppings as well as the periodic table yes. and <laughs> capitals. I, I, I thought it was really big of her to take all the really obscure capitals, leaving, you know the rest for us, even though nothing was coming into my head while I was listening to that either. So I think you did really, really well there. And a great demo. Thank you. But do you think there, there was something there where she mentioned you could challenge her? And I wasn't sure about some of those capitals that she said. I didn't know if they were real or not. So I don't know if you could challenge her on some of her answers. I didn't actually get into that. Yeah, I mean... I, I have a feeling that whoever populates the database with the answers should know what they're doing. And OK, I hadn't heard of any of the ones that she said, but, you know, we could probably Google it or even ask the A-Lady. During the chemical elements, I'm sure she said Krypton. Yeah. And do you know what? While while it was playing, I actually muted my microphone and asked her and she said it was. Oh, I So whether that's because, yeah, Kryptonite isn't, obviously. <laughs> I think um, she's just making it up now. <laughs> I think it's one of the noble gases like argon and helium and oh, don't nitrogen. Show off. Okay, I don't well, know, not like, but yeah, anything. I mean, I thought that was really, really good. But it's your, it's your skill, yes. it's your demo, so you, you have the, uh, the right to go first with the thumb rating. Thank you, and I'm going to go strong with this one. I am going to give it two thumbs up. I did really like it, and I will definitely be playing it again. I really liked it as well. I liked the, you know the pace of it i loved the sound effects i think it's a brilliant kind of premise keeping a rally going i'm going to give it two thumbs up as well oh excellent i think it would be even better playing against someone else you know with with uh, as as with your skill i think playing with two three or four players would be amazing yeah really good i think that's our first four thumbs upper oh that's good we need a sound effect for that i don't know some sort of maybe the fonz or something i don't we'll work on that <laughs> Okay, so now I have got a quiz and something fitness related. Now, come on, you have just done something with physical exercise in it. Yes. So what about the fitness one? Yeah, let's keep ourselves healthy and we'll go with whatever you've got now. What is it? 
Joe Wicks. Everyone knows him. Hey, we're getting a bit of a Cockney um, Chirpy Chappy theme going as well, because last week we had the pub quiz. quiz. Now we've got Joe Wicks. He is the body coach. Alexa, open body coach. There you are. It's me. Welcome back to the body coach. Great work on your last workout. Shall we do the same one? Help. I'm Joe Wicks, the body coach, and this is my workout skill designed for Amazon Alexa. The skill contains seven 15-minute HIIT workouts that will get you fitter, leaner, and healthier. The workouts range from beginner to intermediate level and can be completed at home with no equipment. Each workout is progressive, so if you're new to HIIT training, start with workout one and work your way up. The workouts are in real time, so me and you can train together. To get started, just say Alexa. Start the body coach or jump right into a specific workout by saying ask the body coach for workout five. As a returning user, you can easily access your last completed workout or choose another one of the seven workouts. So are you ready to work out? Yes. Awesome. Let's start. Welcome to workout number one, a 15 minute beginner's hit session with five basic moves. We're going to do 30 seconds of work on each exercise, followed by a 30 second rest. And we're going to do the whole thing three times. The first move is nice and simple. Standing position, we're going to do a high knee march on the spot. So just bringing those knees up in front of you, trying to bring your knee across the body to touch the elbow. So that's it, nice and simple, starting in 10 seconds. And it's you against the clock, so try and do as many reps as you can in 30 seconds. Nice straight back, knees up nice and high in three, two, one. Good, and we're off. So we're marching. For 30 seconds. Alexa. Then we stop. Okay. I have stopped the workout. You can resume by saying Alexa resume or you can start over by saying Alexa start over. Goodbye. Lots of bleeps there. <laughs> Some skills say her name a lot. And as you've probably gathered, we bleep them out so that if you're playing this, on your echo, then it's not going to cause problems. So yeah, Joe Wicks, he's been on TV all over the you know spring and early summer as people were locked down at home and trying to stay fit. And he is infectious, I think. He is somebody who just wants you, you know, makes you want to get up and, Does he? and take okay. part. So if you say so, why is it with funny accents on this show? I mean, every week. That's, uh, yeah. Um, but no, actually, i got to say, I did really like this. I, I'm not into my fitness. It's funny, I used to be, um, years ago, I used to go to the gym all the time. But um, since then, I've, I've had arthritis quite a lot, and I haven't been able to. And something like this, where you need no equipment, you can do it at home. And there's something about following along with someone like this that um, I really do like. That's not to say I'm going to do it. Don't don't hold me down on this. But yeah, this was quite cool, actually. Brilliant. Now, he does start uh, relatively straightforward, uh, kind of a beginner level, and it does get quite hard. Uh, 15 minutes sounds like a long time, but there is as much resting as there is doing stuff. Uh, there are a million other, well, many hundred other uh, fitness or workout related skills we might come cover some in future shows but you know and they range from sort of three minute workout seven minute you know full body workout whatever it is so there are ones that have quicker 
routes to pain, <laughs> but with this one, um, I think it's really good. Take it that, you know, when he says it's going to be a beginner one, that you just have to kind of put your uh, faith in him and he won't, you know, kill you in the first session at least. So, Are you saying that... You did the beginner one and it was incredibly difficult for you. Is that what you're trying to admit to us? Yeah, but I've got a gammy knee. So, uh, you know, a bit like Blimey, you. Blimey, between the two of us. Yes, gammy <laughs> knees, arthritis. <laughs> we can't do it. But no, it seemed cool. Okay, so are you going to rate this one? Yeah, I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Ooh. Because I think it's not only um, well done, Although I think the levels were a bit off, you know, sometimes he was quieter, sometimes he was louder. And that doesn't take a lot of um, sorting out, does it? But anyway, uh, I love his personality. I like the workouts. I've only done the first one. Um, And I'm giving it another thumbs up because I'm hoping it will make me want to do it more often. You know, it's like, come on, I've given it thumbs up, two thumbs up. I've got to uh, use it more often. So there's a bit of psychological stuff going on there as well. Simply because you gave it two thumbs up, it means you have to use it again. Nothing to do with the health of your of yourself or anything like that. It's better. No. Okay. <laughs> well, that's why I'm a little bit worried about this one. Um, <laughs> because if I do give it two thumbs up, that, that's saying that I would definitely use this. And no, no commitment there. Although you can ask me next time if I did in fact use it after. That's true, and then we'd remove a thumb. Yeah, Um, (laughs) you know what? No, really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give it two thumbs up. I think that there's something really accessible about Joe Wicks. The way he does it, it it, it's not doesn't seem daunting at all. You know, so uh, yeah, no, I'm going to go for it. Two thumbs up. Fantastic, Joe Wicks, the body coach. Does it again. Really, really good skill. Okay, then. Your turn. Okay. Well, after all that uh, exercise, I think it's time to take it easy. So I've been looking at the sort of smart home side of using our smart speakers. Brilliant. I'm so glad this has come up so early on in the show. Really, really important part of what you can do with your Echo. So which facet of your futuristic smart home that you got going there does this one deal with well this is all about cleaning specifically the Roomba smart vacuum I've got with me a iRobot Roomba 896 smart vacuum sexy name I know Now, there's many different brands when it comes to smart vacuums but I would say that 99.9% of them you can control using your voice and a smart speaker. So even if you don't have an iRobot Roomba, this demo will show you just how easy and how convenient it is to control a smart vacuum using the Amazon Echo. Now, usually we would just open up the skill and jump into it. But in this case, I think I need to explain a few things before we start. So when you buy a smart vacuum, in the box you will find two main parts. Firstly, the actual smart vacuum itself. Secondly, a battery charging dock. When your smart vacuum has finished cleaning your floors, it will trundle back and recharge itself on that dock. Basically, it's where the smart vacuum lives when you're not using it. Ah, the first thing you need to do is download your smart vacuum's app for your smartphone. Obviously, I downloaded the iRobot app, created an account, and then just followed the on-screen setup process. It was easy. When that's done, you could control your smart vacuum using that app. 
but who wants to do that? We want to use our smart speaker. So in order to do this, I simply enabled the iRobot home skill and linked the iRobot account that I set up earlier to the skill. And that's it. You're all done. Whew. Now, I know that sounds complicated, but actually, it's really straightforward. Trust me. So now I've explained all that, let's get to the skill. Alexa, open iRobot Home skill. Welcome to iRobot Home for Wi-Fi connected Roomba and Brava robots. I can help you start, pause and end a job. Just say, start Roomba, pause Brava or end Roomba. What would you like to do? Cancel. Thank you for using iRobot. And there you go. I hope you enjoyed this demo. No, of course, I'm only joking. Now, with this skill, like others, there are two ways in which you can use it. You can just open the skill directly, like I just did there, and it will ask you what you want it to do, which is great and it works well, but it's not the easiest and most convenient way to control your smart vacuum. Instead of having to open the skill every time, it's far simpler to just say, Alexa, ask Roomba to start cleaning. Okay, Roomba has started vacuuming. And there she goes, she's off. I don't know if you can just hear that faint noise in the background. Wow, it is noisy in here. But there's my Roomba cleaning the studio floor. And to stop it, Ask Roomba to stop. Would you like Roomba to return home? No. Okay. Now, when she says return home, what she means is return to the battery charging dock. But I'm not going to do that just yet because I want to show you something else. In case you lose your vacuum, don't laugh, it's happened to me before many times. If it's hiding underneath a settee or a coffee table, you can simply say, Alexa, ask Roomba, where are you? Roomba is signalling its location. Now you can go and find it. Yep, it will beep and bleep away like R2-D2 having a panic attack until you find it. But that's enough of that. Let's send it home to charge. Alexa, tell Roomba to go home. I will send Roomba home. It may not find the dock if it is in another room. Well, it's not going to find it if it's in here because the dock is actually in the house. So I'm just going to stop it by pressing the button on the top. And there you go. It's great. It just works. It's so easy. It's convenient and it works really well. Now, I've got the very basic model of Smart Vacuum here. If you do go more advanced, more expensive, then you can actually tell it to go and clean the kitchen or go and clean the living room or even go and clean under the dining room table. So yes, the Smart Vacuum itself is really cool. It works really well. But using it with the Echo skill makes all the difference. Being able to simply say, start cleaning, makes it the simplest thing in the world. Oh, how cool is that? It feels like we're living in the future, Robin. Did you like that one? Wow. I think if this was your skill, you could really clean up with this one. That was terrible. <laughs> I'm giving that a thumbs down. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, I thought this one was brilliant. Really good demo. Thank you so much. I haven't got anything like this. We got a couple of smart lights and a smart plug, and that's about it. So, yeah, no, I, I think this is brilliant. You are living in the future. Does it hoover in the corners? Because it's round, isn't it? it the, yes. So the the Roomba that I've got here, it's it's round, but it does have these little brushes that come out uh, at each. I'll say corners, but you know where I mean. There's four brushes on it, I think, uh, that spin around and, and come out to the side. So it can get into the corners, kind of. The thing is that, that this is the first um, smart home device that I really think lives up to the hype. It does clean really well. And it works really well from controlling it with a smart speaker. Of course, you can control it with the app. But there's something so so convenient about just saying, you know what, you know, start cleaning. And um, if you've got a more advanced model, you know, start cleaning the kitchen. And when it's finished, it can go home. And if you've got the top end, it will even empty itself. You know, empty the bin and everything. So I really think that smart vacuums like this really are living up to the hype and show us just what smart homes can do. I love it. Wow. So, I mean, we should make it clear that this one can actually hoover the kitchen, but it just kind of accidentally comes across the kitchen as it sort of <laughs> yes. bumps around I, the house. Is that how it works? That's right. Yeah. So you've got the dock. I've got the dock in the dining room. Uh, so what I tend to do is actually just go and pick the thing up, throw it into the living room and just say, start cleaning. Um, then it will do in the room it's in. And uh, it basically, it just it's like a bump and go toy car that we used to have when we were yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, it basically just goes anywhere it can. Now, as I said, this is the sort of the low end model, but the, the higher end ones will actually map your house, know where every room is. You can tell it to not go to certain areas. Um, it's far more advanced than this. But as I said, even this being the basic model, I think it just works really well. Very cool. How much? Ooh, now you're asking. It's been a while. I think I picked this one up when it was on offer. In fact, I know I did for around 200 or 250 pounds. So, uh, you know, do look out for the offers. Also, as I said, there's lots of different brands out there. So there should be one that you could pick up for a reasonable price. Um, the mid-range iRobots usually start around the 400 pound and going up to the top end model, you're talking around a thousand pounds. So they're not cheap, but they work well. What can I say? Okay. Scores on the doors. Oh, I use this, uh, you know, every day. So two thumbs up. Brilliant. I'm going to give it a thumbs up as well because I think <gasps> it's cool. I can't give it two because, you know, I've not used it. But certainly I think a total of three thumbs up is going to be as a good endorsement as we could hope for for people to go and check it out themselves. Easy and works well. What more do you need? Absolutely. Okay, we've done two each. Really, really good. Brilliant demos. Thanks so much. I'm going to finish off, though, this week with a quick demo of a built-in feature that the A-Lady can do. That's not a skill, um, Robin. You're going, you're going rogue. I Come am. Come on now. I am. Yeah. So soon. <laughs> so soon. I'm going off-piste with... Yes. Uh, so this is a built-in feature. We all know that you can contact people through your echo you can do echo to echo calling you can drop in on people you can send announcements around the house but what i want to show here with this quick demo is how easy it is to ask her for information about local businesses and even to call them and even to make your way 
through those pesky phone trees to get to where you need to go. Find a phone number for IKEA. The phone number for IKEA Coventry, located on Croft Road in Coventry, is 02082332300. Do you want to call them? Yes. Calling IKEA Coventry. Hi, thank you for calling IKEA. Please note, if you are an existing IKEA supplier, you can reach your IKEA talking partner by sending them a direct email. For all other queries, please listen to the following options. <laughs> if you know the extension number you require, please dial 1. For accounts and payment inquiries, please dial 2. If you are interested in supplying IKEA with products or services, Ooh. please dial 3. For more information about our stores, products or services, please dial 4. For any other... Press 4. Hi, thank you for calling IKEA. Please tell me the name of the store you are calling about. Or for internet shopping, say online. Online. Have you made a purchase? Please press 1 for yes or 2 for no. Alexa, hang up. There you go. What do you think? So you could just say, where's the nearest boots, for example, and she'll give you the address. She'll give you opening times often and even the phone number. And then you could say, call boots and she will call that number that she's just given you. There with IKEA, I just said, give me the number for the nearest IKEA. We also heard me pressing buttons in a phone menu and saying words like online, or I could have said Coventry, which is our nearest IKEA. Um, so, yeah, I think that it's amazing that you can use her to make calls to landlines, to mobiles. And guess what? It's free. Who pays? <gasps> Oh, Who that's pays? amazing. I'm going to use it all the time. I'm ripping out my landline, throwing away my mobile. This is all I need. I find it really impressive the press one, two, three, or four using the keypad like that. I did not know you could do that. I'm, I'm impressed. Thank you. <laughs> Brilliant. So, um, don't know about thumbs up or thumbs down, though. Maybe for the coolness of the built-in feature, you'd definitely give this one a thumbs up for something the A-Lady can do. Definitely. Yeah, this is cool. Yeah. Me too. Fantastic. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in for another episode of this quirky show where we dabble in the skills that the A-Lady has and have a bit of fun along the way. Well, we do. We don't know about anyone else. Well, I'm having a whale of a time. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Robin. That was great. Yeah, really good. And if you are having fun, please do let us know. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Robin. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. Feedback. Comments. Suggestions. The Echo Show Podcast at gmail.com. <laughs>